When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-273. 8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. song in my head and welcome back to call of cthulhu mythos mysteries i am your keeper and the most handsome man alive travis and i would like to introduce you to (laughs) our players and who they are playing we're gonna start this time with daniel um, Daniel, I play the archaeologist known as Texas Powers. Texas Powers. Um, Ariel, I play the secretary, Ruth. But she seems more like a battle secretary at this point. <laughs> right? And uh, I'm Aaron, and I play uh, the man of many faces, uh, Norman. <sighs> and uh, he's an FBI agent. And Travis, See. have you met the world's actual sexiest man in the world, Jason Momoa? Uh, yeah, we we met, we shook hands, he cried, said, I'm so sorry, and then I told him to wash his hair. What? <laughs> all right, so, uh, yeah, all right, we've been doing some questions this week, we're not doing questions, but I do want to remind everybody to check out our awesome Discord community, which is found... In the show notes, click on it, join it, enjoy it. Everybody there's so goddamn awesome. Uh, building a lot of uh, friendships with people I've never even met. Uh, and I'm afraid that if they met me, they would be sorely disappointed. <laughs> I highly doubt that. <laughs> yeah. Um, down the show notes, there's also a link to our store. Uh, you can buy merch for this show um, and every other uh, fumbling for and the almighty crit uh, all the other shows that Aaron and Ariel pump out. And I say Aaron and Ariel, I mean Ariel because she edits everything we record. Correct. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if she sleeps or not. 
So who knows? What's sleep? Exactly. Um, every bit of every bit of work that goes into this and everything you guys faithfully listen to is all because of Ariel. It's if, if, a, if she she's getting it put together for us and she gets it put out and it's great. And thank you. So I'm going to kill all your characters this week. <sighs> well, no way. No way. You got uh, nine chances. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last last time we were with these guys, they were in a room. It was gross. There was some yucky stuff. They met the old woman, the old man. They were berated. They were lied to. They were forced to do things they might not have wanted to. Texas got weak in the knees. Uh, we got an old man showing up. Uh, lots of gross stuff. If you don't know, go back and listen to that episode for reals. For reals. What? What? What'd you see, old man? <laughs> so. Are you over there talking shit yes. again, Carl? Yes. Uh, the old man and the old woman were finally reunited, and the door to that room is being slammed on, and Jillian, the skinless woman, is in hot pursuit. And the conjoined were there, and they gave our investigators an option. They can help feed them and if they decide to help feed them they will keep Jillian at bay while our investigators are performing the task at hand and we are leaving it up to our investigators right now to decide what their answer is going to be jump into it you turds I love you guys what, what did she say I'm, I'm gonna look at uh, Texas do you have anything to give them why don't we feed them the lady trying to get in I don't think they would take that answer since they said that they would keep her at bay. Yes, you'll feel us what we have never tasted. Feed us what we have never tasted. What haven't you tasted? Think, child. I I could only tell the truth, and I could only lie. What'd she say? Hey, speak up! Speak up! I can only tell the truth that I can only lie! Oh, somebody somebody said something about uh, lice? Oh, that stuff's terrible! I'm gonna look at the twins, I guess. You both are looking fine and powerful. You both are looking mighty powerful right now. I bet I'm a compliment. <laughs> Never tasted that. You hear one. You hear one say, "Your lies taste delicious," but that is what I've always fed on. What will, if I feed you a riddle? Will you feed us? Yes or no? Will you feed us? The door to the door is starting to be cracked open. They want to eat a fetus. That's gross. Feed him a riddle. <laughs> the uh, female, the old lady, replies, We have eaten many children. Our fetus would be a snack, but nothing new. No, my name's not Henry. I say, I suggest you say yes before the skinless one comes in. Yes? When he says yes, the 
lights, the gas lights that are on the wall, they their flames grow. They just jettison up and the room is lit up more and the paintings are lit up more. Remember, child, Ruth. <laughs> that one can only lie and I can only tell the truth. And that's what we've always known. Give me something I have never tasted, something I have never known. You agreed, you agreed. And when they say that and the torches light, you hear the crackling of electricity. And the door on the far end, you can see it. There is electricity surging through it. And Julian screams again. Ah, she can withstand a lot. But that she cannot. Um, can I take the paintings off the walls? Are you approaching a painting? Yep. All right. Oh, you're stepping in the right direction, child. So which side are you approaching first? I'll approach the one with the woman. Or the, the woman. Okay. You, and they say, be careful. These are lies and these are truths that you only tell yourself. Once you face them, you can never go back. So you approach, you approach the side with the girl. And we know that the girl can only tell the truth. So as soon as you approach the first one, I need you to roll a sanity check for me. 35 out of 60. So you failed the sanity check. Hmm? No, did you? I no, no. You passed the sanity check. All right. Nothing changes for you. Texas, are you going to approach either any of these paintings? Yes, I'll approach the opposite one. Okay. And as Texas is approaching, you hear them say, You must give of yourself to learn of yourself. And when you reach the paintings, Texas, I need you to make a sanity roll. Ooh, 45 out of 47. I barely made it. All right. So which side were you going to the, the side with the boy or the side of the, the side with the boy or the side with the girl? The opposite side. So I'd probably be one of the sides with the boy. Okay. So the boy we know only tells lies. So you're up, you've passed it and you are approaching the side with the boy. Um, old man, uh, abracadabra, whatever your name is. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Oh, we're remodeling. Okay. So I'm going to hobble on over to uh, the All picture right. on the girl's as side. As soon as you start to step away, you, Norman pulls out, he just walks. It, it's not a physical thing, but Norman takes a step forward and this old man kind of, he doesn't hit the ground, but he, he, he goes limp like a mannequin. And Norman's there, and the voices in his head say, Oh, no, Norman, this responsibility is only onto you, not onto the one that you make to replace your grandfather with. And Norman, you feel a little bit better. Um, when you stepped away and the old man is there, you actually gain back uh, D6 worth of sanity. Oh, shit. I mean, <clears throat> oh, shit. 
<laughs> no, no, that voice is he's he's just he's left there. Okay, so that is max sanity. So you yeah. gain back six sanity. So thirty-four. Now, does that mean mm-hmm. the old man so is no longer in me? No, he's still there. Oh, okay. He's he's that representation is still there, and the voice tells you, "This is your responsibility, Norman, not his." I understand that you heard so many tales of your grandfather, but this is not his representation. This is not for him to do. This is for you to do, Norman. He will stay behind. And if you choose to take him with you afterwards, that is your decision. So, the old man looks like my grandfather, right? Yeah. So he's just kind of kind of going to stare at him. And he's going to he's going to shed a single tear and he's going to walk over to the painting. And he's gonna take it off the wall. Okay, no, you can't pull it. Which side are you going to? Oh, okay. The I'm boy or the girl side. Uh, girl side. You're going to the girl side. All right. You walk over to the paintings, and um, when his grand when when Norman was a child and his grandfather passed away, he heard so many stories about his his grandfather, and Norman could not face the fact that his grandfather died. So he created a personality that was a conglomerate of all the stories he was ever told about how how uh, honorable and heroic his grandfather was in the war. So Norman has the option to leave that behind when this is all said and done and keep that sanity. Or when this is all said and done, Norman can take that memory of his grandfather back. That's something I want you to remember and think about while this is progressing. So, okay. So let me get this straight. If he leaves it, he forgets his grandfather ever existed. If he leaves it, all he has are the bad memories of his grandfather's funeral. And of course, the stories. No, those stories are what created this personality. Oh, so he doesn't get to remember the stories or anything. All he remembers is the hurt that he had when his grandfather died when he was a child. You don't even get to keep the happy memories. That's a tough goal. No, no, that that personality, Barry, that personality is Norman's physical manifestation of everything that good he ever learned about his grandfather. That's a tough call. Mm -hmm. You got time to think about it. I do. Okay. You have time to think about it. So Norman, you're approaching the girl side and you reach Mm -hmm. for one of the paintings and the, the Icker, the black tar goes around the frame. Uh, But I need you to roll me a sanity. That is a 99. So you failed? Big time. For fuck's sake. Okay. So the first one that you approach is, it's, it is a photo, it's a painting of a girl in, like I said, a Victorian powder blue dress, and she's pushing a stroller, and as you get closer, that painting starts to fade and change. And this painting is, you walk up and you see it is a an oil painting of you, Norman. And this oil painting is of a scene that you remember because it hurts. And it is a painting of you. The others can't see this. This is only something that Norman sees. But this is a painting of Norman being escorted out of an FBI office and he's carrying a box of his things. And the plaque at the bottom changes into skin. And tattooed on that skin is the phrase, 
I cannot be helped. And as you read that, the skin peels away from the frame and starts to fall. And across the room you hear, I would grab that if I were you. I am hungry. So I'm going to pick it up. Yes. And remember, these are only lies and truths that you tell yourself. These are lies and truths that you must face. So the truth is a scene that is a scene from Norman's life where he's being escorted out of the FBI office. And the plaque is a truth that he has convinced himself of. And that truth is I cannot be helped. Continue, Norman. That's the truth. He's convinced himself of. That's something that these are personal truths that you've convinced yourself of. Continue to give of yourself, to learn of yourself, but only one, only one of each for each of you. So I guess I'm going to feed the truth to the old man, the, the liar. Yeah, so you walk over and you take this sheath of skin Gross. with the phrase tattooed on it, I cannot be helped. And he his lips reach out and take it and they just kind of suckle on your fingertips and he starts, that face starts to cry. Oh, it's delicious. It's delicious. I always knew it would taste like this. Give us more. Give us more. Uh-huh. And the woman, Norman, what do you have for me, Norman? Norman, what do you have for me? I guess I'm going to go over to the boy's side now. Mm -hmm. So you walk over to the boy's side. I need you to roll me a sanity. (laughs) 99 again. (laughs) All right. I can only Uh, fail when it matters. Yeah, continue to give of yourself, to learn of yourself. So you approach the girl, what is this, the uh, boy's side? Mm-hmm. And these are the lies. And as you approach, you see there's a painting of a young boy, and his face has been burnt out, and he is in powder blue, just little Fauntleroy dress, and he is playing with, with just a, just a bunch of puppies in front of him. There's all these puppies, and and as you approach, it fades, and it turns into a painting of Norman. And Norman is standing there in in, in a bathroom with his shirt off, and he's staring directly into a mirror. And the reflection in the mirror shows Norman smiling, happy. And in the back, in the room behind him, just through a doorway in the reflection, you see there's dead, there are, there are dead bodies. And when Norman sees this, the plaque turns into a sheath of flesh and tattooed across it is the lie that Norman tells himself. And it is, I know who I am. And as Norman reads it, that that scrap of flesh peels off of the frame and starts to drift down like a leaf. I guess I'm so going to pick is it up. The, Yes, I'm that is the, to the woman. That is the lie that Norman has been convincing himself that he knows who he is, and and you're taking it to the woman. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take it to the woman. Are you gonna you gonna feed it to her? Yep. All right. She is not as nice as the brother is. She gobbles it up and takes it, and, and she's her mouth wraps around your thumb, and and you can feel like a just a wet sludge of a tongue <laughs> caressing your thumb. And it's it's everything I knew it would be. Oh brother, oh brother, why did you never let me have this before? I love it. I love it. Norman, Norman, go sit down and think about who you are. Your time here is done. You can wait for the others. Go sit down and think about what you've done here. Yeah. All right. So he's going to go sit next to his grandpa. Okay. Texas, you were by the boys' paintings? Yes. Ah. Texas, feed me one of those. Give me one of those. Give of yourself to find yourself, Texas. Roll me a sanity. Oh, I must be falling Aaron because I got a 96. (laughs) A 96. All right. So you're walking to the side with the young man and you're approaching a painting. And again, it is this young boy in a blue powder blue suit. And and he is standing guard in front of a clubhouse, like a child's fort. And as you approach it, it fades and it becomes a painting of a scene that you remember very well, Texas. And it is you and you've, you are, you've raided an an ancient tomb you're inside an aztec tomb and you you've got one leg up and your hands are on your waist and you are you're showing your glory and your satchel is full of stolen cultural artifacts and next to you on the ground is a your guide and you remember beating him and the lie that you tell yourself about this it's the plaque turns like again to rotting flesh and tattooed on it is the lie you tell yourself and that lie is I can be trusted so as you read it again it starts to peel away and it just floats down like a like an autumn leaf I guess and you so. hear the woman's you hear the woman's voice Texas Texas that is mine you do not keep it you feed it unto me I guess I'll get it because that's what Norman was doing, right? He was something was falling off the thing, and he'd yeah. pick it up. Yeah, yeah. You never, you guys never saw the paintings that they saw. You don't know what they read. This yeah. is something. These are lies and truths you have to face about yourself. But and I mean, this we was just a, saw the stuff fall off yeah. of it. And then, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is all. a scene. This is a scene that you remember from your early days as an adventurer, where you hired. Uh, local guide to show you where this temple was and when you got there you nearly beat him to death and you stole their artifacts of this tribe so you could take it back to a museum and that lie you told yourself that day was that you could be trusted I guess it depends on who you are but I guess I'll yeah. walk over to the to the old lady I guess like Norman did mm-hmm. so I'll tr- try and keep my thumb out of her mouth <laughs> She, you walk over and her, she, her opens her mouth and lays out her tongue like she's waiting for communion. And you set it on there and she eats it and her eyes begin to water. Oh, 
Texas, oh, this is a powerful lie. You tell yourself I had never tasted something so sweet, so savory as this, Texas. Oh, I can imagine the lies you hold within you. I've never tasted this before. I'm just going to ignore her and walk towards the other side, I guess. <laughs> so... All right, so Texas, you're going to the truth, and Ruth, you're there. You're. It's up to you guys. Who wants to go next? You can go ahead. So you're walking over to the truth. Yes. You gotta. Uh, you can lie to me if you wanted to. Just you just gotta fail a sanity roll. I would have. I failed anyway. So fifty-eight. Out okay. Of Forty-seven. So. Yep. So as you walk up, you see there's a painting of this young girl, just like the other ones. And yeah, she is, she's standing with her hands on her hips in front of a group of stuffed animals. And there's like a little chalkboard in front of them. And when you approach it, it changes into a scene that you've, you've pictured in your head over years. It's you in a lecture hall and there are maybe 70 students there and they're all just gripping onto every word that you have and on the board written behind you it says professor powers and the truth that you've been telling yourself is do, 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 i know more than these fools can imagine and when you read it again that flesh comes off and the brother the liar says, don't feed that under me. I do not need that. That is not something I want. Keep that for yourself. Keep it for your memories. Put it put it in a scrapbook, Texas. Nope, I'm going to do exactly like Norm did. And I'm going to walk over to the dude and put it in front of his face. Hopefully not in his mouth. Like me putting my yeah. face in his mouth, I mean. I'll let him eat it. And he is chewing, he is open mouth chewing it, staring at you. I never knew, I never knew this is what she tasted every day of her life. I love this more than you know, Texas. Ruth, which side are you on? I'm on the truth side right now. And I All just right. elect to auto fail. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um... So you go, you're going to the truth side and you walk up and there is a painting of the same little girl and she's got a black eye and her fists are up and there's a big teddy bear laying on the ground and it changes and it's a, it's a memory that you have and it's you and this painting is of Ruth and she's standing there on the side and she's her fists are up and her knuckles are bloody and there's a shirtless man laying on the ground in front of her and his he's beaten and battered and bruised and she Ruth is standing there triumphant and the placard changes and the truth you tell yourself is I am no one's slave I like that Yes. Oh, in the corner, in the very far corner of that painting, when you look closer, is Henry Walters. Smoke, he's just standing there with his arms crossed, and he's got a very wide, pleased grin on his face. Well, I'm going to take that skin and feed it to the man. 
No. Ruth, Ruth, don't put that in my mouth. You remember what I told you, Ruth. Kill the other two and you could be free. Just kill the other two right now. Don't feed that. Then you just shove that right in his mouth. Oh, okay. I don't. I now know what she has always seen, and I now know what she has always told. And I miss my sister, and I appreciate my sister, and I am so glad to be back with my sister now. And you can tell he's not lying. You can tell this is something he believes. And there's... Ah, Ruth! Ruth! I am to be fed too! Uh, paying too much attention to my brother makes me feel a little jealous, Ruth. I will head over to the boy's side then. And I'm assuming you're going to auto-fail? Yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right, Ruth. Give of yourself to learn of yourself. And uh, when you go to the boy's side it is uh, it's an image of this young man and he's being hugged by his father and his mother is standing there and she is just so happy to see him and that changes and this painting is you Ruth when you were eight years old and the painting shows you on the front porch of a mansion and your parents are there leading you and your father has a very large stack of cash and he's taken it He's being handed the stack of cash from Henry Walters. And you remember, this is the day your parents sold you to Henry Walters. And the lie that you've been telling yourself since then is, I deserve this. Oh. oh. Damn. <laughs> oh. So. Oh, Ruth, that is a strong one. I believe that's a powerful one. I believe I need to be fed that one, Ruth. So I'm gonna take this skin and walk it over to her, but I'm like, tears are just streaming down my face. I'm not making any noise, but tears are just coming down and I will feed it to her. And she stops and she, before she eats it, Ruth. Ruth, this is something I will tell you now. If you give more of yourself unto me, I can make sure you never remember this. I think this is something I need to remember. Ah, ah, yes, and as one who cannot lie, I can tell you, your strength is abound. Your strength, your mental fortitude is very strong. Don't let them weaken you. Now feed me, Ruth, feed me. And I will give it to her. <laughs> and she starts, I never knew. I never knew this was the grandeur that my brother enjoyed. And the bodies start to shake. The one singular body starts to shake and it pulls free from the chair, but the skin is still left behind and it is bone and muscle and sinew is being torn free and the two faces start to just scream and the two faces are being pushed together on one skull and it is there are four eyes just overlaid and the noses have intertwined and melted together and the mouths I the mouths are enormous because there are two mouths there and this body gets up and takes a few steps and it falls to its knees and the hands are wide open and the head leans back and 
it is there are insects pouring out. It is it's locusts and spiders come pouring out and they are falling into the the black tar underneath and being absorbed by the tar and one of them pulls out a, a, a key. Well, you just see you see a silver object. It's a key sticking out of the mouth of the conjoined. Can I take the key? Do you want to take the key? Ugh. Me personally, no. Ugh. Okay. But yes, I will. So you take this silver key out of it and the body falls over and starts to just rapidly decay and rot into the floor. And this is a highly polished sterling silver ornate key. And the head of it is carved a fetus with two heads. And inscripted on it, it says the conjoined. And the tar that had been overtaking the door in front of you starts to come down and you are free to grab the doorknob again. Yep, I will do that. All right. What, uh, Norman and Texas. Norman, you have the option to leave your grandfather here and keep that sanity, or you can take your grandfather back and lose half of the six sanity you gained. You do feel better. Norman, you feel, you obviously feel better. You feel more in control. I'm going to look at my grandfather and I'm going to give him a smile and I'm going to say I wish I could take you with me everywhere and I wish I never had to lose you but I could never bear losing all of you and I'm going to take him with me you're going to, you're going to take him back you're going to take that personality mm-hmm. back Yep. All right, so you, you gained six sanity when you lost him. You're going to lose three of that. I would have made you lose all of it, but you made the conscious decision. Norman made the conscious decision to take that personality back. Now, when when that one personality comes to the forefront, a note that Norman realizes that that personality is coming out, and Norman will remember what that personality does. So, Ruth is walking to the door, and she is opening the door. Texas, Norman, what are you guys doing? I want to follow her out. If yeah. she's well, I'll, um, I'll hold the door open for you, too. I'm not going to step out yet, because there's something I'm going to do. Okay. So, the door's open, and it is pitch black. and But there's, there's no danger there. You, Texas, and Norman walk through that door. Ruth, what do you have left to do? So, one, I'm going to pocket that key. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm going to get in the duffel bag that I have, pull out my medicine bag. Yeah. And I'm throwing it into the black ichor. Okay. Uh, you throw it, uh, and it does. It starts to absorb it. And you hear in your head... The woman. You did not want to do that. You forced yourself to do that. This is something you have wanted to do for a long time. But he would not allow it, would he? 
I'm gonna like nod in my head. Then I'm gonna go out the door and shut the door. All right. When Ruth goes through the door and closes it, the three of you are pushed forward, like thrown forward. And you land. All right, you're each going to take two points of damage. Land in rock and you roll and you roll to a stop and you're getting beaten. It's not real bad. It could be worse because when you look behind you, you see you were thrown from a train wreck. You were thrown all out of the passenger car of a train that hit a truck. And as you look back, you see through the smoke and the wreckage, you see people are trying to drag their family members and loved ones out of this train. And they, they're, they're finding dead bodies and they're weeping and sobbing. And the three of you were thrown clear of the entire thing. Where's that woman that you were dragging? I'm going to look around to see if the woman that Texas was having is around. No. No. Uh, roll a spot hidden. 81 out of 83. So I got it. Okay. So yeah, you roll. You find a single shoe that looks like what she was wearing. I'll pick it up and go to okay. Texas. Is this her All shoe? Right. Looks like it. So meanwhile, uh, a few regular passengers have gathered on the platform waiting for the next regular commuter train when they when they're told there's been an there's been a train wreck it derailed it had a farm truck we don't know when they're going to come again and one man he's he's panicked and he looks over and he sees a an unconscious woman and he's like look at this drunk and clara is sitting back at the train station just passed out on the bench is she missing a but, shoe yes <laughs> um, but the three of you were thrown absolutely clear and you realize like you can almost see the train station from where you're at it was you think like the train had to have just just gotten speed when it hit this truck so what felt like an hour you know what felt like all this time trying to get away from uh, Jillian dealing with the conjoined was probably 10 minutes at the most. And an ambulance there, there are, there are ambulances there and there are workers there who they run over and they grab you. We, we've got to check you. We've got to check you. Are you all right? I'm going to pull away if they're going to try to grab me. I don't like people touching me. <laughs> so you're pulling away from them. And the, the one real young, um, like emergency where he just he throws his hands up and just runs away from you trying to find someone he sees just a leg there's nobody there's just a leg he's gonna ah he's freaking out uh texas norman are you you know you see these ambulances and they're loading people in so the three of you have avoided the ambulances you've avoided the emergency workers and as you're walking texas ruth you notice Norman's not quite keeping pace. Norman looks very pensive. He looks very concerned. Norman, what are you doing? So in Norman's head, Norman and Barry are discussing things. And they've come in an agreement that 
Barry's obsession with pain is really Norman's fear of feeling pain. And that Norman's fear of the number 13 has all stemmed from the day his grandpa died. So now he's come to terms with everything and he can remember the good times. There's really no use for either one of them anymore. And he takes a second, he breathes a deep breath, and Norman begins to walk confidently towards the two of you, cleaning off his jacket. Mm-hmm. Is everything all right. okay? Yeah, I think it'll be all right. So, Norman, because you, you've decided to become one with Barry. You are still Norman. You still have the memories of your grandfather, but you are going to lose three points in spot hidden because your grandfather had poor eyesight. And that's one thing you're going to keep from him physically is your your eyesight's going to get a little worse for wear. All right. So Norman... The new, more confident Norman approaches Texas and Ruth. And as you guys are walking away and you're trudging out of the rock and through the mud and in this cold, misty field, you go and as it's clearing, you approach a a sign and it says on it, just painted in old flaked paint, it says, welcome to beautiful Innsmouth. And that's the end of this episode. Everybody, thanks for listening. Hell yes. All right, guys. Thanks for listening this week. Um, We'll be back next time. uh, Hopefully, if we haven't been eaten by a creepy, gross old Siamese twin. Um, Join us in the Discord. I can't say it enough. The notes, the show notes have a link for that. Hit us up. Say hi. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Throw out some questions for some episodes. It's all gravy. It's all good. Remember, stay happy, stay healthy, keep your sanity in check, and I love all you guys. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. I'm going to do my best to fill Ariel's shoes and make everybody happy and scared at the same time. Uh, In the meantime, check out the show notes. We had a link to our Discord, which is an awesome community full of awesome people. Very open. Very nice. Um... And we've also got links to our store so you can buy some merch for all the different shows that we record. Uh, Until then, we will see you next episode. Stay safe, stay healthy, and most of all, keep your sanity in check. I love you guys.